started with the dough. I did my game Jumpity Doodah <laughs> that I made in three days. And then after that, I made a uh, Tarantapoot. <laughs> She's a Twitch streamer, she's a YouTuber and plays so many other roles as well. She's Narantan, Jackie Cole. Hey, it's nice to be here. Yeah. <laughs> so, my first question is, so how did you start your indie game development journey? Um, so yeah, I actually, it's, it's interesting because I documented this whole journey with YouTube. So it's like a nice... Uh, thing to have. I, I started off making Mario in Unity because I figured it's it's a simple game. It has very simple mechanics. And I in my university when I was studying computer science, like all my friends were talking about Unity. So I I didn't really think about which engine to use. I just was like, okay, Unity is the most popular. I'll use that. So yeah, I I made Mario and then after I think it was like three weeks of working on this game. Um, I started working on my own project and it was uh, the game I'm working on, Hypatia. <clears throat> and yeah, I ever since then I was working like eight months on Hypatia, all in Unity, 2D, learning pixel art, animations, everything. And uh, recently, I have switched game engines for my main game and I am doing it all on Godot. So very interesting <laughs> transitions yeah. and turns. Uh, but yeah, that's that's pretty much the start. Yeah. So I started my journey too. Like uh, I, I started my journey in 11th grade and I always had a question like how to develop games because I'm playing too much games. So, <laughs> so I simply Google it like how to develop games and search for Unity and all the stuff. Then I followed Brackish tutorials, if you know him. So mm -hmm. I, fo I followed the whole series and yeah, then developing three games till now. Yeah, actually, you remind... So yeah, when I... Um... I actually did like a, a bit of game development before this Unity project. I used Python. There's Pygame Zero. I don't yeah, know yeah. if you've heard of it. Yeah, because there's like Pygame and then there's Pygame Zero. And I actually struggled with Pygame because I was trying to... Uh, I had an AI class and we had to like do a chess game, a checkers game. And I tried out Pygame and it was like difficult. So I was like, okay, no, I'll do it my own way. 
And then later on, like a year after that, I ran into Pi Game Zero, and that was like so easy. <laughs> so I really recommend that if if you guys know Python and you want to make a game, it was really nice. Good, good way to start, actually. Yeah, I I also made a Pi Game like Tic Tac Toe and mm -hmm. Rock Paper Scissors in Python. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Python is nice language to start with. Yeah, it doesn't prepare you for C sharp though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So my second question is, what are the games you have made till now or currently working? Yeah, so um, yeah, with Pi Game Zero, I made like some simple space shooting games where you're just a rocket, you shoot. Um, I did Mario. I did uh, a game jam. Uh, and it was a, a 2D uh, game where you just have to uh, run past obstacles and I did that in a week. Then I have my eight months of progress on my Hypatia and Unity. And then when I started with Godot, I did my game Jumpity Doodah <laughs> that I made in three days. And then after that... I made a Tarantacoot. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a week and a half, but I wanted to do like a 2D game with shooting. Yeah. Uh, that was fun. <laughs> and you shoot these tarantipoots. If you're curious to what a tarantipoot is. Um, and yeah, now I'm working on uh, my, my game in Godot. So I think it's really important to work on a lot of little games because getting lost in a long project that's gonna take years can yeah yeah like uh stall progress uh and i think when you work on little games you like put in new features that you've never tried and it's like you finish it and just finishing games are important <laughs> yeah so my third question is how how anyone can jump start with their first indie game should Anyone choose 2D game or 3D game as a first project? Um, yeah, I think I, I would say like if it's a general answer, I would say start with 2D because there's one less dimension you need to worry about. I mean, there is the Z where you things go in front, but uh, so in general, I think it's it's easier to start with 2D. But I think uh, there is an exception if someone knows that they only want to do 3D games, then the good then don't even bother like learning. All the stuff involved with 2D, um, but yeah, I think in general it's like much easier uh, that way. Yeah, I also started with 2D games only because we don't know about 3D games or learning uh, Unity. So I started with simple games and making clone of like Flappy Birds and all the stuff. Yeah. So yeah, first I learned the software by learning like from 2D games. Then I shifted gradually to 3D games. Yeah, because there's a lot more physics involved in the 3D. Yeah. So yeah. if you want to spare yourself the physics but learn the fundamentals of the engine, then it's, it's, a, good, it's a good place to start. Yeah, definitely. So my fourth question is, which engine should anyone choose to make 2D games? Yeah. Um, because like uh, Unity uses C Sharp, it's an older engine, so it has like people say it has a lot of bloating in it. There's like so many features that like are unused in a way because there's a lot. From my experience of developing games in both engines, 
With Godot, there has been a lot less friction and a lot of it has to do with the language Godot script. It's very similar with Python. And if anybody knows Python, it's like, Python is a, a scripting language where it's, it's so easy to think in it. Like you, you want to make something and it's like, there's barely errors. Like you just program and like you, you troubleshoot, you prototype and it gets it out quickly. So yeah. with C sharp, on the other hand, uh, when you're using unity, it's static. You need to make sure everything is right. Everything has to be perfect and then it'll run. <laughs> yeah. So th there's that conflict, but not only with the language, the engine it itself as well. Like I, I just think the dough is a lot more seamless, a lot less friction, and I'm just able to pump out the features without all the friction. Like that's just my own personal experience. Um, I, I pref much prefer 2D games using Godot. Yeah. Here is a surprise for you. Uh, so Ooh. I <laughs> yeah. So I want to play a fun game with you, which is around video games. So are you ready? Sure. Maybe. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> My first question is, what's your favorite game all the time? Ooh, Aperture's one. <laughs> no, only one. Okay. Oh, okay. Ah, that's hard. Uh, I think Bioshock. Bioshock. I haven't yeah. played it. I will check it out. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. The second one is really good. Bioshock 2, because there's three of them, so... Bioshock <laughs> <Yeah>. 2. <laughs> yeah. But the whole series is marvelous. <laughs> Yeah, so quiz number two, what was the first game you ever remember playing? Mario Kart on the Nintendo 64. <laughs> oh, mine was Mario, but it was on chip like, like we used to have a small console. So, uh, quiz number three, what is the highest grossing movie based on video game? If you remember. Anyhow. Movie based video. Game. I don't know what. <laughs> uh, I'm not a movie person, but what's the what? Does Flappy Bird have a movie? I don't know. <laughs> no, it's a Detective Pikachu, Pokemon. Quiz number four, what is known as the hardest game all the time? Options are, option A, Assassin's Creed, option B, Ninja Gaiden, option C, Contra, option D, Ghost and Goblins. I only know Assassin's Creed. <laughs> I am not a good gamer, I guess, but oh Jesus. Because Contra, I don't know, that sounds like it's Ghost and Goblins. Option Ghost D. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, good to know. <laughs> yeah. I need to check that one. <laughs> yeah, sure, you can check it. <laughs> so, quiz number five Which of these is most important to you in game? Strat uh, option A, strategic and logic. Option B, multiplayer options. Option C, good puzzles, short, simple gameplay. Option D, lots of action, combat, and story. Pick one. Um, I'm between A and B, but I guess, yeah, I think A is important as having strategy. I do like a lot of combat and action, so yeah, I guess strategy and what was it? Strategy and puzzle? 
strategic and logic. And logic, yeah. Yeah, I think that's uh, very important. Out of those options, the most, yeah. Yeah. I want uh, option B and C. Multiple okay. options and good for what? <laughs> <laughs> We're completely different on that spectrum. Because, yeah, because at my age, we like friends and we used to connect with, with course, each other. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Multi multiplayer options should be there. <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking about like some of my favorite games like Bioshock, now Elden Ring. Of course, it's like multiplayer, Hades. And these like didn't have much of a multiplayer like so i don't think it's super important but of course like some of the best days where i was gaming was when i was playing online with friends you know <laughs> so it, it's super important for sure yeah but i love to play like and i want to make one story-based game on 2d if you know thomas brush like do you know thomas brush he's an indie developer yes 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 so i love his games like i want to yeah. develop one game like but like what i'm struggling with is 2d art i cannot able to make good graphics for the games like when i'm ready with the code of of my character and animations i'm completely uh, struggling with uh, like how to level design like how to start with the level yeah that's that's what i'm like trying to fit like uh because i i'm really like happy that i um started over in my development of the game i know some people might be like you just threw away eight months of progress and you're starting in it but for me it's like this clean slate was important because the level design i didn't really think about it much but it's so difficult like yeah. you think like programming art ah but then it's like oh my gosh it, it's overlooked and like some people their whole job is level design, but for yeah. us as indie devs, we have level design, art, programming. So I think it's good advice to any indie dev who doesn't have a team is you need to take the time to learn that stuff because the tips, the tricks are like so important. But yeah, I think like just planning everything out, um, how the levels will be, where like it's, it's very vital. Instead of just trying to draw it all and put it all in, you need to plan it and learn the the tips and <laughs> from it. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. In terms of your question, I um I, I did when I first started doing pixel art. Are you doing your uh, are you using pixel art or vector art? Which ones? For both? No, no. no I. Uh... I make layers by like I Photoshop. I use Photoshop. Okay, so use Photoshop. All right. I, yeah. So, I don't make. Is it pixel art or no? Because it no, could be. No, I don't okay. use. I don't make pixel art games till now. I only made mm -hmm. like graphics games, like completely. But when you use the layers, are you using the 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 bone joint thing in in Unity? Where you put like the bones and. Yeah, yeah. For character animation, for. Making the elements and backgrounds, I use Photoshop. Yeah, yeah. So the Unity has a really good system where they do the joint and the IK animator. I've yeah, used yeah, it yeah. once uh, in the game jam. Uh, but yeah, it's just all about art. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just about art and and colors. Like colors are so important. <laughs> you need to have a good color palette and. You could be a good drawer, but if you don't merge the colors well, it's not going to look good. 
Yeah, because if graphics are good, then people will play. Otherwise, no exactly. one will play. Exactly, that's the first thing they see. So if, but some sometimes uh, some games have made it with, like, uh, yeah, actually no, uh, Undertale. Like, uh, have you played? Have you heard of Undertale? No. Okay, it's like an indie game. It's like very popular, and the graphics are like. Because this guy uh, did most of it himself, and yeah. the drawing, you could see, like, he's not the best drawer. He actually ended up recruiting someone to help him with the art, but it's still a fabulous game, you know? Yeah. So, it, it, it's very important, but it's still, if you have a good game design and good music, and it, it could it could be okay, and the art is not the best, and everything else is the best, then it's fine. <laughs> yeah. But you need to have these other things that are good. Yeah, definitely. Have you played Hollow Knight, one of the best indie yeah, games? Yeah, I, I didn't finish Hollow Knight, but I played it. It's really nice game juice. <laughs> game feel. I really love the game feel in that. And yeah, it's a, it's also yeah, really it, nice. It's also made in Unity. So like I found yeah. U- Unity is much smoother. And uh, like if you know things, you can do such great things from Unity. Exactly. That's why it's nice to have these games to look up to that share the same engine. Yeah. So let's head over towards the questions. Okay. So here's the end of quiz round. Now, question number fifth. How anyone can start their own studio with basic tools? Um, are you, like, are you talking about a studio with multiple people or like, can the studio also be one person? One person with like, what are, are the tools they require to start with the game development? So yeah, I think you need a, a good place to do art, either 2D or if you're doing 2D art and you want to do pixel art, I use a sprite, which is very popular. But like, for instance, you could use Photoshop. You could do pixel art on Photoshop, but not only you could use layers. Um, yeah, if 3D. People use Blender or Maya. Um, you also, uh, I use a lot of, uh, for me, it's very difficult to find a tool to keep all my notes. But as of now, I'm using Obsidian, which is like a note-taking app that is in Markdown. So you, you write your notes in Markdown. And I use Leonardo when I'm sketching out the level design and drawing prototypes. Uh, you also need like a project management tool. So many people use Trello. I yeah. am still trying to figure out which one. I'm. I might make my own. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, Trello. Trello's good. I've used it. Um, and you need your game engine. <laughs> I also, yeah. uh, when I was programming in Unity, I would program the code in Visual uh, Studio Code. So it's not the I, I prefer it better than Visual Studio. Do you, which one do you use, Visual Studio or Visual yep. Studio Code? Visual yeah, the, the, yeah, the reason I, I didn't like using that is because like, like it would take forever to open. You have to wait a long time and like, I, I guess I'm very impatient. <laughs> so I use Visual Studio Code and, uh, but in Godot, there's a code editor inside of the engine. So I don't really need to use it. Yeah. Um, and that's that's pretty much it you need your note-taking apps your managing apps 
your art apps and your engine. You're good to go. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And you also need therapy, maybe, <laughs> so that you stick with them. <laughs> yeah. 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 So question number six, lot of indie game, they suffer a lot in game designing or creating 2D art and spend hours of hours designing a single element like tree. <laughs> so my question is how to start with 2D art and with which tools and softwares anyone should have to start 2D art? Yeah, um, honestly, there's a lot of resources on YouTube. Uh, but I actually, when I was starting with pixel art, I got like a, a Udemy course. Uh, it was a small one on pixel art. And it, it's what showed me um, about color theory and everything. And I didn't, it, it was just a random guy uh, that made it. But then later I was like, wow, this, it was actually a heart beast who is uh, really big in the Godot scene. He, his tutorials are used a lot when people are learning Godot. So yeah, you could either get a Udemy course or you could, there's so many free things on YouTube. Um, and, uh, you, you need to like stick, you need to practice as much as possible. Another good way of practicing art, uh, pixel art in, in particular, is there's this Twitter uh, account called Pixel Dailies, and each day they give you a theme to draw, and then you draw this theme and you post it on Twitter, and then they could retweet it, or you use the tag, and yeah. you could get recognition that way, but it's just a way that you, you're, you continually practice, you know, pixel art, and I think that's very important. Um, and yeah, the tools I use, a sprite. Um, but even with pixel art, I think it's important to prototype your your work in a non-pixel art uh, application. Like I use Leonardo, and I draw it out first, and then you do the pixel art. Because pixel art could be a little complicated, especially when it's like very small. Um, and what what uh, drawing the tree yep. <laughs> yeah it, it can get difficult with the shading um and the colors i think because i have like these little trees in my game and then i have this big tree i call it the mother tree <laughs> <laughs> and I, it, I think it took me over two hours to draw that tree um so you just need to stick with it and it, it's good if it's like a big composition don't try to do it all in a day because normally when you're doing pixel art and you come back to it the next day you see where the imperfections are but like when you focus so much on it you, you start to like get tunnel vision and you don't see the faults of it um so yeah just don't force it and try to practice your art as much as you can and color theory and everything and Hopefully, you'll get you'll see the progress, and you definitely will see the progress if you keep posting on Twitter and keeping it stored somewhere. Yeah. So, do you need a tablet or stylus to draw the pixels? Pixel art. I know a lot of people who use mouse, so it's not like completely necessary. But I use this Wacom Intuos, and yeah, with the stylus, it's. For me, it's it's very necessary. But question number seven: Which platform you suggest to learn game develop game development? Uh, yeah, like I said, I feel like I'm not really qualified to answer it in terms of 3D games. But when it comes to 2D games, I think Godot is really 
the easiest place to start. No, but uh, where, where you can learn like courses? Oh, are learn? Yeah. Yeah, YouTube is more than enough, honestly. I. Oh, when I first started, there was this video um, about making Mario and, and Unity that I watched, but people have their own styles of learning. Like some people, they need the Udemy tutorials where it has like the lessons and you answer the questions after the video and then you have the projects. So if you're that type of person, then use Udemy. But if you don't need that, then I think YouTube is more than enough to learn. Yep. game development and also uh you can go on twitch and watch game devs working and that can also help you see the process and everything and it, a lot of people get motivated by watching other people work on their games like on their own games on twitch it like motivates them to start because i think that's the hardest thing in any when you're learning anything you just need to start <laughs> yeah so i think that's that's important uh, that's how i found you <laughs> on, on yep. Twitch. Yep. You can find cool people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, so my last question is how to stay motivated as an indie developer because things are not happening as we want. Feeling to quit our current game project by seeing red errors in games. So how to stay motivated throughout their game project? Yeah, I think the best way is through social recognition. So it's like posting your game out there so people start following the progress and when you have like people following this game you know that like it'll it'll be harder for you to just quit because you know like it'll in a way you'll let down people so it's like you don't need to stream on twitch of course you can which is a really good way uh but streaming on twitch posting on twitter posting on youtube i think if you really want to stay motivated post as many places as possible get uh not github uh, uh oh my god reddit reddit <laughs> reddit is also a really good place to post game dev things and just get people excited show your family members show your friends and get demos out post on itch and i think that's a really good way and in terms of staying motivated it's not only with game development that you need to stay motivated with errors. You just need to, you know, you can ask for help. You can, you need to solve it. And sometimes when you have an error, you'll be working on it really hard. And then when you'll like find this, okay, I'm done. And you leave and then you're in the shower and you're like, oh my God, that's the solution. <laughs> so you just need to give it time. You can't force things. You need to, uh, you can't be stressed. You need to be chill everything will work out and if something is really too hard for you and you're like you really can't solve it then that means that you need to work more on your programming skills and learn more about the language see sharp or Godot script and then for sure it'll come to you it's not impossible <laughs> yeah definitely because uh, when i'm making games like i have to i have like mindset that like sh i will close shut down my pc and go away and i'm yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because sometimes Unity crashes and you lost your whole work. So I am very tense and like to quit my game dev journey or something like I will not talk on Unity. 
so again i keep myself motivated then come back again and try to solve the errors and things go better yeah yeah you just need to give it time and just stress does not help <laughs> you need to be chill and remember that it's enjoyable experience uh, and then that'll help it and you need to have confidence in yourself like you you can do it you can solve it it's not impossible yeah, yeah so yeah. that's the end of the podcast so thank you Jackie Ooh. for Yeah. Thank, thank you so much for having me. This was really enjoyable. <laughs> I, I it got me thinking about things. Sometimes it's nice to ask questions and uh, so yeah, I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me on here. <laughs>